a lot of us start these businesses so that we can live a lifestyle that we dream of. We want to get out of that nine to five. We want to get out of that working for the big guy. We want to, we don't want that. We want to be able to create a life that where there's balance, I think, where yes, we work hard and yes, we, we do put in long hours and we love what we do. And that's amazing. And we create these successful businesses, but we want to be able to take a step back and do what we want in our personal lives as well that makes us actually happy because you can't just be on that grind and on that hustle 24-7 because it's exhausting. Hi, and welcome to the Bright Minds of E-commerce podcast. I'm Dana, founder of Bright Red Marketing, and after helping so many businesses in the e-commerce space over the years, I wanted to bring you the best advice from Australian experts in e-commerce and e-commerce store owners. If you want any relatable stories and actionable advice and the latest Facebook advertising strategies, you're in the right place. Want help with your Facebook and Instagram ads? Remember, you can always book in a free strategy session at brightredmarketing.com.au forward slash free dash strategy dash session. We'll run through your ads, see what's working and what's not, and no sales pitch, I promise. So let's get into today's episode. Hi, and welcome to the Bright Minds of E-commerce podcast. Today we're here with Alana from Canvas. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. So good to have you. So tell us about how you became involved with the business. Oh, so I became involved with Canvas maybe 12 months before I actually bought Canvas. I had purchased one and I loved it. And then when I saw that they were closing, I thought, oh, no, that's dumb. And then not long after that, an email came out from Emma, who was the former owner and founder, and it was saying that Canvas is looking for a new home. And at that stage in my life, I was in a place where I was looking for what was next for me after a very long career in mining. So yeah, I reached out and connected with Emma and we had a chat and we vibed really well. And yeah, long story short, I ended up buying it. Amazing. Did you know that you wanted to buy a business or you just went opportunity taking it? I didn't know that I wanted to buy a business. I had recently started studying uh, new small business and digital marketing because I had really been thinking about it for probably 12 months that I wanted to get out of what I was doing and start my own business. And so when the opportunity came up that Canvas was for sale, I looked at it as maybe that's my opportunity that is supposed to be my next step. And it was obviously a brand and a product that I knew and I loved and I believed in. And so I thought this is perfect. Yeah. Very good timing. Yeah. It was all just that. And that's what one of the things that we said to each other, the timing just aligned really well. Yeah. Fantastic. Is there sort of any tips or advice that you can share on the buying process now that you're on the other side of it? I think overall the process of like buying the business was pretty seamless. I think we had a really good back and forwards conversation, asked all the questions, found out all the information that I thought I needed to know before buying a business, did all the things that you do. And then I took over and then I was like, oh my goodness, what have I done? (laughs) This is so much more. I feel like I didn't ask enough questions. Yep. So even though 
at the time I felt like I had gotten all the information that I needed, I think there was always more that I could have asked or that I could have learned prior to just jumping in and doing it. I don't think I was prepared as what I thought. And so I've totally been winging this <laughs> since I started. <laughs> We're doing a very Thank good job. You make it, baby. <laughs> yeah. It's what they tell us. It's what they tell us. Were there any questions or things that you wished you'd learned that are like good advice for other people that may be in a similar position that you didn't think of until afterwards? Something that I really wish I'd known before was I think how much everything really costs, like what your outgoings are to maintain running a business. And although I had a lot of information, it's all the little things that kind of add up each month or each quarter that you go, oh, like I wasn't really expecting that, which I guess you only learn as you're going through it. But that was probably one thing for me that I didn't probably didn't get enough information around, which you don't go to every single little cent that gets spent. No. So more, more into the financials is probably good advice in general. Yeah, I think the financials and just getting somebody to help me understand that better mm. before I had done it. So now we've got people and the things and these programs that help you understand all of that and it's great. Yeah. But I wish I'd known that from the very start. That makes sense. Once you bought the business, you've now decided to rebrand. Can you tell us a little bit about the decision to do that? And then we'll go through what that process was like. Yeah. So we have just gone through a rebrand and it's beautiful and we love it. Thank you, Sarah. I decided to rebrand because after I think maybe two or three months into owning Canvas and trying to find my groove and and what felt good for me and what I what direction I wanted to go in. Yeah. I was really struggling quite a bit with imposter syndrome and just knowing where like my place was now in this business that had such big shoes to fill. It was such, Canvas is such an amazing brand, which is why I bought it. So stepping into that and then trying to work out how I fit into that was really hard. And so I had to sit down with myself and go, okay, what do I want for the business and for the brand and for the community who are such a big part of Canvas and for myself and the future of, of this business. And essentially that led me to rebranding. It wasn't an easy decision, but it felt like the right decision for me and for Canvas. So that's what we did. We decided to rebrand and here we are it's it's beautiful and I love it and it feels like me and it is very different but it's still got the same voice behind the brand we Canvas is still the same it's all about powering women and supporting women and providing these tools and resources for these women who love this brand and this product and this community but it just looks a little bit different Amazing. I love the decision process. And I think that's so important to make things your own and put your own spin on it. How was the process of rebranding? How did you find that? I actually loved the rebranding process because we just visually 
rebranded. I love all that sort of stuff, that creative, like digital so fun. marketing. <laughs> so good. If my mum had way, I would have gone to university and I would have done graphic design and advertising. I didn't. I went to the nights. So I love all that sort of stuff. I engaged with Sarah from Digital Bloom and we sat down and we went through, you know, what my vision was for Canvas like now, in 12 months, in five years, in 10 years, long term. What are we, what am I trying to achieve? What do I want it to feel like? What do I want it to look like? What do I want people to get out of it? And so that was really good because it allowed me to really sit down and get even more clear on what I wanted for the business. And yeah, we started that process. So we started with the visual rebrand. So we're just going to make it look different. And then we've, it's changed a lot of things behind the scenes as well, which has been great. And it's allowed me, because I'm like, obviously, like I said, I'm still learning and trying to work out how it all works. Yeah. It's been great for me to change a few processes and things because then I can learn from scratch because it's a new program. Whereas before I was learning from something that was already created, which was epic, but it's harder to learn when something's already there. you're doing something based on how someone else's brain worked whereas now you yeah it's all new and it's all me and it's all fresh so amazing I can learn as it grows yeah it's always amazing we just went through a rebrand and it's amazing you're like I'm just gonna change the logo and some colors and all of a sudden you're like actually now I have to change my entire social strategy I need a brand new website I need this I need some new headshots (laughs) I need this and oh my god I need to change this as well and now I gotta change the reports and the templates and It's not just like, I'm just changing a logo. (laughs) All of a sudden, everything changes. That's it. And I think that's how, I guess, in the beginning, because I didn't really know, I thought, this is what, we'll just change the logo, change the colour scheme, like, it'll be great. And then all of a sudden, you've changed everything. You've got, like you said, all your socials are different, your website. You need new photos because, so you've got to get a photographer, which was probably one of my favourite parts of the rebrand was actually getting new photo session because I had this idea of rather than it being all about me and the planner, I really wanted the brand to focus on the community, the woman who used this planner, the woman who loved this planner, who are all essentially trying to achieve the same thing, but they're all real. So their lives are all completely different and they use these tools in different ways and they and they do things differently, but they all brought together by this one community. And it was such an incredible day. I had five girls who wanted to be a part of it. And we went to the stunning location for the day. And we just had, it felt like a girl's day. It was that we laughed and everybody connected so well. And the vibe was really good. And it just felt like you were hanging out with your girlfriends and you see the photos now. It's the content that came from such a genuine, Unreal. authentic vibe created some absolute magic. I think it's one of my favourite things. Your new brand is beautiful, but I love the fact that you've just got real people. Like the photos that I've seen are just, they do so much justice to your brand and they really give off that community vibe. I think it was a very clever decision and it's just been executed amazing yeah I think that was really important for me like when I sat down and really went through what I wanted for the brand moving forward I can get on there and 
I can share all of my tips and tricks and how I use my canvas and all these things that I do in my life, which I will continue to do and will always do because I love showing up and being real and being present. But I really wanted to put the focus on, like you said, these real women who are just doing their thing. Aesthetically, they are beautiful, but I wanted real, which is what the whole canvas, it's about being real and it's not about being perfect and perfectly structured and all of this. It's about doing what works for you with no pressure, with no expectation, just being us, being women. Yeah, I love that so much. So obviously you've built and continue to build this amazing community. Is there anything that you do in particular to sort of nurture those fans or is it just happening organically? I think it is happening organically, but I have a lot of connections in the DMs. Like people will comment on stories or so that, and I really like to not just tap and cool thanks for the comment. I think that it's really important to engage with these the community and these women because we've all got something to share. And I think that's a really cool thing about this community is Everybody wants to like support and inspire and like as we've been saying, they've all got different things that they bring that we might need. So I think engaging and staying connected as much as possible is really important. I've got some like really want to try and harness that a little bit more in real life, especially after the big girls day that we had is try and organise some things over the next 12 months to bring these women together. And, yeah, I think that would be probably a next step kind of thing, which is really cool. I love that so much. And I think it's just it's such an important part with business these days is those actual relationships. Like I think a lot of the time social media gets very just throwing things out there, but the fact that you do that and then really do that to build a relationship I think is incredible and I think it would show. Yeah. So what are some of your favourite and most successful marketing strategies? Uh, look, you've, you're probably asking the wrong person because <laughs> I don't know yet. I have been trying a few different things. I think consistency for Canvas, I think consistency and showing up regularly is really important. We found that with our clients, like a lot of the time, obviously we're doing their Facebook ads and things, but the ones that are there that are active, that are showing up, they're on stories, they're posting reels. Those are the ones that are getting the most success at the moment. I think people are really responding to that connection. And I think you've managed to harness that in such a great way. And that makes a lot of sense especially with the kind of brand that you've built. I think that's it. It's just that consistency and show, and being like genuine and real and not just, I think that's probably what I am starting to learn and what we've now implemented more of is the email marketing as well, not just focusing on Instagram or, you know, Facebook. It's all the different types of it because the communities, the range of women is so different some of them might not be on instagram but they love that weekly email that they get whether it's me telling some random story or sharing some tips about how i use my planner or what you can do differently 
so yeah, there's I've definitely the last probably six months I'm really trying to try different marketing techniques because I didn't know a lot about it and didn't know how it was going to work. So I've been doing so much work behind the scenes to work on that marketing strategy for Canvas that now I really just have to nurture those strategies and those things that we've implemented and hopefully then work out which ones are going to really work for Canvas and which ones might not be the right way. I think that sounds like a great plan. Is there anything you think we've missed that you can share before we go on to the last couple of questions? I think if anything that I've kind of learned since becoming a business owner, and it's so cliche, but trust yourself because there's been so many times through this process and through this journey where I've gone, oh no, don't do that because what are people going to think? Or is that really going to be a good decision? Or, oh, should you be sending that money and whatever, but trust yourself, back yourself 100% because what I find is if I don't back myself, nobody does because it's me. I'm doing this. Yep. I do all the teams. So if I don't go, yep, do that, then nothing happens. And I sit there and I I am a perfectionist. I like planning and I like to know what's going to happen next. And unfortunately in business, I'm finding you don't know what's coming. You don't know what's going to happen next. You don't know if this thing that you do now is going to pay off in three months or if it's going to pay off in 12 months. Like you just have to try and see what happens. Like back yourself, trust yourself and just do it. Totally agree. And I think that's excellent advice and great strategy and tips to end on. Now, I think you're going to have the best answer of anyone to this question, I hope, considering what you do. No pressure. (laughs) No pressure. No pressure. Um, No pressure. Also a good chance to plug your product. But do you have any strategies or habits that you follow each day to help you stay on track? I assume a planner is a big part of that. (laughs) Oh, that I do. So for me to stay on track, I need routine. Like I need to plan. I need to be able to know what's coming because then I, I'm prepared. I'll sit down and I will look at my week ahead and I will sit down with my planner, which is dateless, so I can start whenever. But if I sit down, lay out my week in, I try and put in all of my, my exercise and my movement and the things that are good for me and that I know are good for me and for my mental health, so my movement and then any appointments or like important things that need to happen that are non-negotiables for my week and then scheduling everything else that has to happen. Starting my week like that is really important for me and then I also will set myself intentions for the week. So they might be different every week. The things that I put in place that I know help me be, number one, a better person, human, a better human, happier, calmer, nicer, all of these things. So things like getting up in the morning. And for me, I like exercising first thing in the morning. If I leave it till the afternoon, it's probably not going to (laughs) happen. And I know that if I start my morning like that, I'm going to have a much better day. Reading is another really big thing for me and journaling. So reading because it's nice to not be looking at a screen all the time. And usually I have at least two books on the go. One's a learning book and then another one might be like a story. So reading and then journaling I find, and sometimes it might be like a really quick 10-minute session, 
Other days it might be a really in-depth, let's get this shit out kind of session. But that just helps me to clear my mind, which then allows me to be more productive throughout my day because I've started, I've done something that's good for my body, I've cleared my mind, I'm feeling good. And I know that when I don't do those things, on the days that I don't, for whatever the reason might be, I find that I'm a lot more scattered and I just, it's a lot harder for me to be productive. Yeah. Throughout my day. Very good. And do you have a favorite business book? I think when I first started in Canvas, I read The Chillpreneur, which I'm just trying to look at the spine to see. (laughs) Oh, it's Denise Duffield Thomas. The Chillpreneur. Sounds right up my alley. Yeah, (laughs) it was really good because I found she's a big successful business owner, but she talks a lot about creating this keyless life. Mm -hmm. So essentially putting things in place so that if it's little things, like she changed all the doors in her house to be like a code rather than because then she doesn't have to worry where her keys are and it just little things like that which obviously it's not about business but doing those things in your business outsourcing and if you obviously eventually when you can afford that sort of stuff but creating it so that it doesn't have to be stressful you don't have to hustle every single day you know 14 hours a day to be successful in business, you just have to be smart about the way that you do things and the way that we, yeah, you set it all up so that it's easier and you can chill a bit more. Because I guess at the end of the day, we, a lot of us start these businesses so that we can live a lifestyle that we dream of. We want to get out of that nine to five. We want to get out of that working for the big guy. We want to be able to create a life that where there's balance. I think where, yes, we work hard and yes, we we do put in long hours and we love what we do and that's amazing and we create these successful businesses, but we want to be able to take a step back and do what we want in our personal lives as well that makes us actually happy because you can't just be on that grind and on that hustle 24-7 because it's exhausting. Yeah, it's why I'm very anti-hustle. So I definitely yeah. am adding that book to my list because that sounds... Right up my alley. Let me um, know if you want. You can borrow that. Thank you. I, I might do that. Sharing. I might do that. Me too. Do you have a favorite podcast? Business or personal? Business one? Or I don't really look. I don't think I ever listened to a business podcast. I used to listen to the mentor, the mindset mentor. I find a, lot of, a lot of business, business owners, stuff. A lot of business owners are like, no, podcast is fun time, yeah. and most of I, them recommend crime podcasts. <laughs> Oh, I'm not a I'm not a crime podcast girl. I'm probably more of a trash podcast girl. Fantastic. <laughs> I like the ones. I like a lot of the ones that I listen to are like the friends who just sound like they're having a chat. So I like the Darling Shine girls and Life on Cart. I really like Alexis or Fernandez. She's got Do You Fucking Mind. That's a great podcast. She's cycle. She's super smart brain lady, Ooh. but she's cool as fuck. <laughs> Fantastic. And lastly, how can people visit you? And I believe you've got a special offer for our listeners. I do. So you can find me on Instagram at Canvas Co or on Facebook as well. The website, if you want to 
check out our products at canvasco.com.au. And yes, if you want to go and check out our planners, so those are our dateless yearly planners, come in four colours, the OG black, we have a coral, apricot and an eggshell. You can head to the website and pick one of those up. And for all of your listeners, we are going to offer 10% off with the discount bright red market. Yes. So thank you very much for that. We appreciate it. I am okay. the market for a new planner and I like that they're dateless. So I'm, That's uh, right because you can start like to this week if you want to. I'm one of those people now. that buys a planner and then I'm like I'm busy and then I don't use it and then it's And then we gone. feel this so you stress. miss a couple of weeks and then you feel this pressure like oh, I can't start now because I'm done. just like, wasted. It's all over. I'm not going to lie, there is one on my desk right now that I'm fairly certain is two years old, but I spent a lot of money on it. So it just sits on my desk. So I'm going to look at it. I'm just going to look I at it and stress it, myself out. So oh, it's pretty. It looks nice on my no, desk. No, yours look pretty. dateless. And yours are pretty. And they sound like they'll stress me out of- a lot less. <laughs> They will, and they've got lots of cool resources in them. That's not just—it's not just a planner. There's so much stuff in there for managing your money and setting goals and planning your next exciting business adventure, whatever it is. There's lots of space. I love that our planners so so much. So I go might and check be them one out. of your your new avid fans. I've always loved your branding and what you're doing, but I might need Thank to be you. on the other side. Be customer now. out of the canvas gang <laughs> one of the gang i love it so much thank you so much for joining us it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show thank you dana for having me thanks for listening to the bright minds of e-commerce podcast as always you'll find the show notes at brightredmarketing.com.au forward slash episode 39 thanks for listening